Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Podcast, where I'm going to help you explore areas where you can be more confident in your body, in business, in motherhood, in friendships. We're going to talk about it all. I'm ready for you to stop falling asleep to your life and start living the life you were called to live with confidence. I'm your host, Nikki Wilson. Let's get to the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Crazy Confidence Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you guys are here today. Love talking about just body image and body acceptance and what that means for us all. I think it's such a hard thing to wrestle with sometimes, especially now. You know, I think some of us are all in different areas of the country where the pandemic has affected us all in different ways. Some some of us, you know, have had access to gyms and being able to work out. Some people, it's just not as easy. And kids are home and it's been a lot harder. And I think we kind of are in this pressure cooker of self-condemnation a lot of times, just feeling like not only in body, but just like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough in life. And so grace grace and more grace to us all as we're trying to figure this out. I know I said that in the last episode, just it's been really hard for me to creatively feel a lot of mojo and it comes in spurts. And so I just take it as it comes. And I think it's okay to do the same. I think it's okay to just get through the day with what you can. And, you know, that looks different for everybody, but just grace to you, mama. Grace to you. Well, I want to talk today about body dissatisfaction and the root of body dissatisfaction. Where does it come from? Why do we get so down about our bodies? And so a couple of years ago, I started a membership. It was an online membership about body confidence and body acceptance, and just how to have more of it. And one of the first things I really walk people through is the root of their body's dissatisfaction. And it's always like, you know, it's easy to say, well, magazines, TV, whatever. Like, yes, I totally agree. Culture (laughs) is at large to blame about the way we perceive ourselves because it's really just kind of disturbingly untrue. just how we're all made different and look different and have genetic predispositions. Like there's no way we can uphold some of the standards that culture gives us. But I do think often it comes from a place deeper than just that. I think by the time culture gets to us, this is my personal point of view and opinion, but I think by the time we culture hits us, We either have a strong foundation, like from our family or other places, or we don't. And that's kind of sometimes the issue when you see a lot of people really have much more body dysmorphia, body dissatisfaction than someone who, you know, kind of, you know, we had a baby and feel like, oh, it just feels sad not being the same. 
And even that has a root cause. So, so you know, I really want to talk about that today. And I want you guys to do some reflection and activity if you feel up to it. This is what I made my membership do was, you know, identify the cause and, and identify how it's a lie in your life. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I do think everybody has this place of that carries a lot of weight in the way we feel about ourselves. And listen, I am not here to say blame somebody else or something else and let's hold on to that forever because we're all victims. Uh Uh-uh, Nikki, don't play that game. I, I really don't believe in that whole oppressed oppressor in every area of life. I don't believe that. I believe the victim mentality is a very dangerous place to live. So I don't want us identifying these today and then holding a grudge and holding on to this unhealthy behavior forever, okay? I want us to use some like cognitive behavioral therapy techniques to get rid of it, actually, and combat it, I should say, because, you know, you, you do have to deeply work on some of this. So I want you to really reflect and then, you know, You can go on a walk today, take a walk, journal, listen to music, you know, sit in some silence, whatever brings you to like a place of clarity in mind. Um, But I want you to just think about your body and how unsatisfied you are with it. And then I want you to really identify some of the things that you've heard, like verbally heard from people's mouths, or maybe you heard it in an interpretation kind of way about your body. I want you to sit and reflect on those. And I'm going to give you some examples because I know that's something um, that you'll have to do when you turn off the podcast and go do it on your own. But I want you to do that. And then I'm just going to give you a lot of examples that I heard from people. And you guys, I've said this before, but the number one thing, I I put this on Instagram again the other day, not to mention, you know, I've worked with hundreds of women who I actually ask this question to all the time, but I put it on Instagram again the other day, like, what is the root cause of your body dissatisfaction? And I kind of shared mine. And there were 70% of people who DM'd me. It came from within the family. Generally, it came from the mom, sometimes the dad the family, just the mom being unsatisfied with either her body or literally dissatisfied with the child's body, with the woman's body. So mom was always saying, you need to diet or you need to watch what you eat or you can't eat as much as little sister Susie because you're just bigger and it affects you more like hurtful language coming from the mom or Hurtful language used on the mom, on herself, like just looking in the mirror while the daughter was watching, like, I'm so fat. Oh, I let myself go. I'm disgusting. All that kind of language. And I'm not really going to go into that, but that is most people's root cause. Okay. You can go back and listen to episode two of my podcast. And I actually touch on that and way practical ways to kind of help heal yourself and, and prevent you from doing that to your children as well. Okay, so that's episode two. I'm not going to harp on the mamas. A lot of times it came from the daddies too. The dad just, you know, kind of hurling insults of being larger and big girl. It just things like that. Those are very hurtful. And 
painful things. And I just want you to, to know that's where a lot of people have received the root cause of their dissatisfaction. Other places, and this this was one of mine, which actually, when I look back on it, and I was doing the exercise myself with my my membership, is there was a boy who I was really good friends with, and I loved, and he was he was a delightful young man. (laughs) He wasn't. I mean, I'm sure he had punk tendencies like we all did when we were teenagers, but he was a sweet guy. He was a nice guy. He. It was not like. This didn't, I don't want to cast an evil shadow on him. I just think he was a normal boy who had normal opinions and was very hormonal and, and you know, aroused by the ways girls looked. And that's very important, you know, to teenagers. And he said something to me that really just stuck in my head. It's like the, have you seen the movie uh, Inside Out where, what does she call them? Not monumental moments, but they're just like, Times in your life where something sticks, core memories. It's a core memory. Core memory. He just said, you know, we were talking about kind of people, oh, he's cute or whatever. And he was like, uh, this one girl in particular, all guys think she's the hottest. That's like every guy's ideal is for their girlfriend to look like her. And... Of course, you know, looking at this girl, <laughs> I look nothing like her. <laughs> She's like pretty tall, you know, just has the, I don't know, whatever physique I didn't have is what she had. And that just really stuck with me. Now, I, I can honestly say it wasn't like it gave me an eating disorder or anything like that, but it did give me a complex and something to always kind of attain to, to try to be. And I think I always kept that in the back of my head, knowing I don't really like measure up to that girl because uh, genetically I look nothing like her. And that's just never going to happen. But, you know, my young impressionable mom of mine didn't know that. So I think that was just a really core place of dissatisfaction for me always feeling like, oh, well, you're not that girl and you don't have that body and that whatever. And that's the ideal. And I think it really kind of stuck with me and throughout um, a large part of my life and just back of my mind. So I don't know, maybe you have one of those times or, you know, maybe you had a coach or a dance teacher who told you, you know, if you lost this weight or if you didn't look so chubby like this. I mean, that was kind of, kind of a thing back in the day for, for me. Like I remember people all the time, our dance teachers would tell us we look too chubby in that and get to the back and you can't be on the front. And that was that. And it never really bothered me for some reason. Those never stuck with me, but um, other people it did. It really affected them. So root cause, I want you to think about that. The next thing I want you to really do, and I want you to spend some time praying over this and thinking about it and and spending some time just like combating it is, why was that a lie? Wasn't the truth. What about that was a lie in terms of self-worth for you? 
And funny enough as it is, like, when I think back on that boy in high school, just young, impressionable Nikki, like, all boys want that one girl. (laughs) Like, everyone wants, like, it was so inflammatory, you know, like, all, every, I promise, you know, like, uh, maybe, I mean, probably without question, she's a very attractive girl. But is that like everyone's ideal? Like that's all guys want? And so when I look back on it now, it's like so laughable, so laughable that that would encompass everything. It's such strong language. So that obviously is a lie because guys and girls, we find a varying different degrees of things attractive. Maybe when we're 16, there's one thing or two. (laughs) But as we age, right, like different things become important and they shift and go around and, you know, cookie cutter would never work. Uh, It's just not exciting at all. So, and that's really laughable to me. You know, deeper ones are going to be a little harder to reconcile with, but even if it's your mom or your dad or a coach or somebody who said something like, I want you to really identify how that's a lie. And I want you to identify all the ways that it made you feel. All the ways. By the way, you can have more than one. It doesn't have to be just one. When you identify all the ways you know it made you feel. And then lastly, I want you to really think about combating the lie. I want you to think about truth. And I really want you to ponder on this one. I don't want you to just give me like the Sunday school answer. Like, well, I know God created me, therefore I'm good. Because that's easy to say, harder to believe, right? But I really want you to search through, pray about, meditate on what is the truth behind that lie, I believe. Because for me, you know, I know I'm worthy. I know God created me in his image. I know I'm loved. I know I have other value beyond what I look like. Even to my husband, I know I have value beyond my looks. I know I have talents that have nothing to do with the way I look. Like, I want you to just start jotting them out, saying them out loud, Truths that combat that lie. And I want you to just keep those things to yourself. and um, Or you could share them with someone else. But I, I'd love it if you'd share it with me. If you want to shoot me an email or a DM on Instagram. Just like, did you make out the list of lies and truths? And the reason I think this is so important, you guys, is just to understand that we begin building a narrative around these kind of lies or comments or feelings that we start to kind of go down that path of it's true. It must be true. And we become, you know, believing of a narrative that really had no place to begin with. Even if maybe you feel like you've been told you're fat all your life, you're fat, you're unhealthy, you're at risk, all the things, you know, I think that's the narrative we start to build and it prevents us from moving forward in other parts of our life. So I really think this is important 
as you work through having more body acceptance. It really is. You've got to identify some of those root causes because I just don't think kids are born into the world believing, oh, I'm fat or I'm ugly or I'm not the ideal type. We just, they just don't, <laughs> you know, it has to come from somewhere. It has to be something that builds in your mind. And it's a story that we start to tell. And other people sometimes try to tell it for us, you know, but it sticks into our psyche. So I don't think it's really easy. It's never easy, but it's not easy to make progress if you don't identify some of those root causes. And you're not able to combat the lie of it to the truth. So I want you to spend some time doing that today. Just some identifying how did it make you feel? How is it a lie? And then what's the truth? And I mean, you guys, you know, the truth sometimes, if you've been believing a lie for a long time, you've been telling yourself this narrative, you've been creating this space in your mind, it takes a while to undo. It's not something that you're like, well, Nikki told me to identify this cause and it's a lie because I know I'm actually valuable and loved. I know I'm cute. (laughs) I know I'm attractive. Yep. I'm feeling it. Like, no, this may take time. It takes time. This is a This is a building block exercise that you're going to have to walk with every single day, every single day. So I want you to think about that. I'd love for you guys to share some of them with me. Again, you can email me Nikki, N-I-C-K-I dash Wilson or Nikki at Nikki Wilson. Oh my gosh, I'm totally messing this up. Nikki at Nikki dash Wilson dot com. Hello, hello. Or you can DM me underscore Nikki Wilson underscore. Uh, That's me on Instagram. I hang out there a lot too. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know if this is helpful and what I can help you. If I can help you in any way identify some of those lies and just teach you how to come back with the truth, I'd love to help you do that. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Very helpful and motivational for me to create this content. Okay, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and Godspeed on this body acceptance journey.